Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of Matthew, chapter 13. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. The priceless value of the kingdom of heaven and how to appropriate it. There is a scholar by the name of A.T. Robertson. He said this quote, The point of the parable is the enormous wealth of the kingdom of which any sacrifice at all, all that one has is not too great a price to pay, end quote. Haley's Bible Handbook says the priceless value of Christ to the human soul is depicted in this parable. What Christ offers is worth giving up everything for, even life itself. When you realize the value and the worth of the kingdom of heaven, I believe that is true. Do you saints say amen if you believe that's true? Whatever it is, there's nothing worth giving up the kingdom. Nothing should get in the way or keep anyone away from entering the kingdom. So I believe this parable focuses on finding the kingdom and the value of the kingdom. Now, let me give you, and if you're taking notes, you might want to begin to write down. I'm going to give you this morning five practical principles for the parable. Five practical principles that we can extract, draw from this parable. Number one, you can see it in your Bibles, the priceless value of the kingdom. Did you notice this? Look in your Bibles again. Both men in both parables saw the value of the treasure. You see, these guys, they weren't in the field and they saw the treasure and they said, okay, that's great. There's no big deal. There's a treasure. It didn't happen like that. Both these men saw this thing is valuable and they gladly sold everything to get the treasure. And isn't it true? Anytime you find something valuable, you have joy. There is excitement because you found something valuable. I love pirate movies. I I love swashbucklers. And there is a classic pirate movie that I would encourage you all to watch. The Muppet Treasure Island. (laughs) Um, This is a classic, I'm telling you. If you have not seen it, you must see this movie. Go to Blockbuster, (laughs) order the DVD, or try to rent. I'll take my copy back so you can rent it. You have got to see this. I love the Muppet Treasure Island. I mean, and I get engrossed in it, I got to tell you. I mean, sometimes I lose sight of the fact that they're just Muppets. They seem like people. 
And, and, and so yesterday I'm reading about the treasure and I'm, you know, and I'm watching the Muppet Treasure Island. I'm telling you, I was getting revelation and inspiration from God as I was, you know, Miss Piggy and the frog. I just got revelation from God. I mean, concerning treasure. And you're looking in the movie and they got all this treasure and, and, and it's so fun. And they got all the gold and all the treasure. I love swashbuckler movies. Why? Because when you find the hidden treasure, there's joy. When you find anything that value, there's joy. How about the road show? You seen the road show? People bring their stuff. They're antiques. Maybe you've got a picture on the wall and your mama and your mama's mama and your mama's mama mama and your mama's mama 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 had it. And now you got it. And it's on the wall and you're like, gosh, I hate that picture. It's so ugly. It doesn't match anything I have. The roadshow comes to town. Yeah, I'll just take it and see what they say. So you take it to the roadshow people. They look at the value of the picture and they, they tell you, oh, well, this picture is worth $20,000. And you go, wow, joy, excitement. I've seen people and, you know, they, they, got the, they find out their item is worth value and they say, you know, I think we'll just keep this as a family heirloom. It's so wonderful to have the memories. You know what I say? Sell it. Tithe. Sell it. No, I'm just kidding. Sell that baby. Look, that's nice, but somebody else might enjoy it too. I just try to be a blessing. Give me a check. But what? You find something of value, it's wonderful. I've seen people, I was on the beach a couple of weeks ago, and, and I don't know, I've just never seen it, but you know the people who walk around with the metal detector deal? Why did I always see like lots of them? Every time I go to the beach, they're like, keep passing me by. I'm like, what's up with that? There must be a message here. And so, you know, they're, 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 they're you know, walking on the beach and looking for coins, and I have never seen anybody ever lean down and pick up anything. Never. Do people actually find stuff, valuable coins, whatever? I've never seen it. But when you find something valuable, it is exciting. There is joy. And so this man in our text is walking through the field. He finds a treasure and he's excited and he gladly gave all that he had to obtain the treasure. And isn't it true concerning the kingdom? When the spirit of God touches your heart. Spirit of God touches your eyes. You all of a sudden, you see the true value of the kingdom. You see the true value of being a Christian. You see the true value of Jesus and who he is. And you're excited and you're thankful for that. All of a sudden, when the spirit of God touches you, being a Christian is more valuable than silver and gold. Someone once said it simply. When you have Jesus, you have enough. Amen, saints. When you have Jesus, you got enough. And I got to say, as a pastor, Pastor Rodney is grieved. As I look at the church and I'm amazed at how many Christians today are so focused on getting more. I don't understand Christians today. We are so focused on what we don't have. Instead, why not try focusing on what you do have and try focusing on being thankful for what you do have? 
Mr. and Mrs. Christian, you have priceless, valuable treasures deposited in this earthen vessel. Priceless, valuable treasures. You have the Holy Spirit. You have love, you have joy, you have peace, you've got forgiveness, you've got mercy, you've got grace, you've got salvation, you've got eternal life. Don't you know? Haven't you heard? You've got eternal life. That, that's a priceless, valuable treasure. Listen, in this world for the Christian, this is as bad as it gets. What are you going through this morning? What's going on in your life today? Whatever it is, this is as bad as it gets. From here on, it is onward and upward for the believer. And that's priceless. Eternal life is priceless. It's priceless that you're going to heaven. Have you ever thought about that? You are going to heaven no matter what's going on in your life. You could be praising God because you're not going to hell. Y'all say amen. Because, hello, I just said you weren't going to hell. Now, you understand, that's big. Y'all like, well, yeah, I ain't going to hell. I mean, not unless you are. I mean, I mean, I don't know. But, but, But you're not going to hell. This is a priceless treasure. Pastor Rodney, you just don't understand. No, I don't understand. But you're not going to hell. Pastor, I got some problems, man. I mean, it's bad for me right now in my life. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, but you're not going to hell. Oh, you know, I didn't get the job promotion that I thought I was going to get. I mean, you know, they said they won't give me some money, give me a better position, and they didn't give it to me. Yeah, but you're not going to hell. Oh, Pastor, you know, people don't like me in school. I go to school, I sit in the lunchroom all by myself and eat those nasty lunchroom sandwiches and now I'm sitting by myself nobody don't like me in school. Yeah, but you're not going to hell. I mean, you understand. Now, Pastor Rodney, well, we just won the lottery. That ain't nothing compared to heaven. This is big. Treasures. What we do have, no matter what you're going through, God is still on the throne. Amen, saints? No matter what you're going through, our God reigns. It was Ray Steadman. He tells a story. You know the song we sing, Our God Reigns. He tells this story. In his church bulletin, true story, there was a typo. You know, reigns is R-E-I-G-N-S. In his church bulletin, there was a typo, and it read, Our God Resigns. And some folks, some folks act like our God resigned when you had a problem. Well, Pastor, I got a problem. Yeah, but, but, but our God has not resigned. You understand that the word oops is not in God's vocabulary. <laughs> you understand that God never has a plan B. You understand. Now, us, we have a plan A, B, C, D, E, F. If that doesn't work, 
G-H-I-J. Oh, we got a way out there. But you understand that our God has never resigned. Just because you have a problem, it doesn't mean that God has fallen off the throne. He never says, oops. He never says, I better go to plan B. Never. Yeah, we have treasures. Somebody should tell you. We got. I think that's the way to say that. Treasures hidden in this vessel and we need to be thankful we need to be grateful and remember what we do have and remember that these treasures that we have cannot be taken away you can lose your wife you can lose your husband you can lose your clothes you can lose your wealth and you can lose your health but you cannot lose the eternal treasures that are yours in Christ Jesus amen saints Our God, God's kingdom, is priceless, number one. Number two, did you notice in your Bibles, look at it again, the treasure is often hidden to man. Notice the treasure was hidden. And how many people today who are blinded spiritually and they don't see the kingdom? They don't because 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 tells us why. But the natural man, that will be the unregenerate, non-Christian, does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Why? Because they're foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. You see, most people don't see the value of being born again and having their sins forgiven. They don't. I mean, think about it. I remember when I became a Christian. Perhaps when you became a Christian, you went and told some people, hey, I'm a Christian now. I'm really excited about that. I'm a Christian now. And they said, what, you don't get drunk anymore? No. You don't do drugs anymore? No. I mean, you, you don't like sleep around and run around, do all those things and party anymore? No. And they said, well, what do you do for fun? You go, well, we go to church. Go to church? We read our Bibles and we pray and we have fellowship. And even at our church, we've got a cafe and we sell lattes. And they go, lattes? You do that for fun? (laughs) Is that joy to you? And you go, yeah, and I just love it. I'm happy. And, you know, and, and, and I, you know, it is a joyous thing to know God. It's a joyous thing to discover these hidden treasures. It's a joyous thing to be a Christian. Why is it that Christians don't have joy? You have no reason. Remember, you got all these treasures. Think about them. Look at them. Thank, be thankful for them. Count your blessings and name them one by one, and you will see what God has done. Why would you not be thankful? Why would you not be joyful? It's nothing worse than being around Christians who are not joyful. How you doing? Fine. You love Jesus? Yeah. Like, whoa, dude. You know, Christians, it look like they've been baptized in pickle juice or something, you know? They're just like, well, being a Christian is boring. Have you all heard that? Being a Christian is boring. I'm like, no, I was bored when I was in the world. See, being a Christian is wonderful. Saints, being a Christian is wonderful. 
It is wonderful. And now that I'm a Christian, I wake up in the morning and I know where my wallet is and I don't have a hangover. And I'm happy and I know the person near me. Amen. We ain't going to go there. Being a Christian, it's a wonderful, joyous thing to be born again and you can see the, the value of the kingdom and you can see these hidden treasures. It's in Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, and it says, In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I like that. In Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus is hidden all the treasure of wisdom and knowledge. In other words, get this, the simplest poorest, uneducated person knows that Jesus Christ knows him as Lord, knows him as Savior, and thus he is wiser and richer than the wisest and the richest person. Why? Why? Because they know Jesus. Because you're richer, you're wiser, because you know something that the world doesn't know. I do. Yeah, you know him. You know Jesus. The world doesn't know him. You know him. And that makes you richer than Bill Gates. That makes you richer than Oprah. You mean I'm richer than Oprah? That's right. Because you know the Father. Isn't it wonderful to be richer than Oprah? Thank you, Lord. Don't tell her. I said, oh, go and tell her. Send us a CD. So we're wiser. <laughs> and you know what? I was thinking about this. The truest treasures in the kingdom are not in what you possess. Isn't that true? It's not in the things you have. You know, it was Jim Elliott who said, No man is a fool to give what he cannot keep in order to gain what he cannot lose. You're no fool. We give what you cannot keep to gain what you cannot lose. The treasures in heaven. Point number three. Notice again in your Bibles. Finding the treasure brings, produces real joy. Did you see that? In other words, when you find the kingdom for the first time, that's when you find joy. That's when you find true joy. You see, the things of the world only offer temporary joy. The things of the kingdom offer eternal, true joy. The things of the kingdom. Peter, Peter, Peter. Peter said that this joy is unspeakable and full of glory. Have you ever been so joyous you just can't get it out? I mean, it's unspeakable. I can't tell you how much joy that I have in Christ. I, I can't explain it. It's unspeakable. I just can't really articulate it. That's what Peter called joy unspeakable. It's full of glory, full to the brim and overflowing with glory. And then in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, it says the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and what saints? Joy in the Holy Spirit. You see, these are all valuable treasures. When you come into the kingdom, 
and you find these valuable treasures, you're filled with joy. The excitement. Now, I usually pray, and I and, and still do from time to time, honestly. Lord, take me back to when I first received you. Don't you remember? I do. When I first became a Christian, think about when you first became a Christian. Think about that now. When you first became a Christian, how excited were you? And you couldn't shut up. You were one of those Jesus freaks. Talking about Jesus this and Jesus that and Jesus this and Jesus that. And you were excited. And you couldn't wait to get to church. I was like that. I couldn't wait to get to church. I couldn't wait to get to Wednesday night service. Because I, 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 I just wanted to get in God's presence. Because I knew that in his presence is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures evermore. And so I couldn't wait to get to church. I couldn't wait to get in the house of the Lord. I couldn't wait to see the family of God. And I'd come in and worship the Lord and, and, and listen to the word of God. And when I left, I felt clean because I'd been in the world all week working. And I felt dirty and filthy. And by the time I came in the house of the Lord and worshiped the Lord and heard the word of God and prayed and had communion and fellowship with other believers, then I just felt washed. You know, it's like, it's like when you've been working in the yard all day and it's hot and sticky and nasty out, much like it is right now. And, and you just go in the house and you take a shower and you feel clean and you come out. You're all fresh and so clean, clean. And you come out of the shower and you go, oh, that feels better. One brother told me last week, he said, Pastor Ronnie, I love Wednesday night. I said, really, why? He said, because when I come to church, he says, I just get clean. I think that's so cool, because so do I. With the washing of the water by the word of God, that's what the Bible says. And every time you come to church, and every time you worship God, and every time you drop a tear for, for God because he touched your heart, there's a washing that takes place in your life and a cleansing that takes place in your life. And when you leave church, don't you always feel better? I do. And there's a joy in that. You see, a joy in being a house of the Lord. Come to church on Wednesday. Matter of fact, on this coming Wednesday, we're going to have communion and fellowship and prayer with the pastors here. Come, fellowship, get, in, get involved in prayer and in the communion. And serving is, is, is joy. Serving other people and serving the kingdom. Singles, get involved in the singles ministry. Youth, go to the youth camp. They're taking sign-ups today at the church. Go to the youth camp. All of these things are treasures for the believer that will encourage you and strengthen you. And there you will find true joy. Point number four. Got to move on. A practical principle for the kingdom. Point number four. Oh, this is an important one. They're all important, but this one's important too. The kingdom is entered from different circumstances. Did you see that? Notice in the first parable, the parable of the hidden treasure, the man comes upon, or, or he actually just comes by chance upon his treasure by accident. In the second parable, the merchant finds the great pearl as a result of a long search. The first guy, he probably got up in the morning Put on his overalls, his wife made him breakfast and said, okay, honey, I'm headed out to do my plowing. And maybe he'd been plowing for a couple of hours and all of a sudden he stumbles upon something. He hit something in the ground and he digs it up and he finds a treasure. 
And then he puts it back. And then he goes to buy the field. And then he owns the treasure. He just kind of hit something. I mean, it just kind of happened by accident. You know, it's like in our house right now, my backyard is tore up. Because we're digging. We're, we're trying to put some footings in. And, uh, and, and we hit something. We hit something. Just digging and all of a sudden hit something. Oh, what's that? And we've come to discover that it wasn't a treasure. It was a septic tank. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm just like, man, that would happen to me, you know what I mean? I can't find a million bucks or n- nothing nice. You know, I find a septic tank, you know, of which I am responsible to remove. So, but the man, here's the point, the man stumbled on the treasure. And many men, many women in the Bible stumbled into the kingdom. And they found what they weren't looking for. Remember Paul the Apostle, a.k.a. Saul? Remember? He was on the road to Damascus, on his way to Damascus to persecute and kill the Christians. He wasn't seeking Jesus. And Jesus just shows up, bright light, he falls to the ground. Jesus shows up and he hears a voice from heaven. And and, and Rodney 1-1, the voice said, Saul, what are you thinking? You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch, in Calvary Chapel, Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.